Match day live, exclusive post-match reaction from Watford nil, Wolves 2. I'm Mikey Burrows, the Hall of Famer Andy Thompson alongside me as the travelling Wolves supporters serenade Ruben Neves as they make their way out of the stadium here at Vicarage Road. On the end of what we've just described on the live coverage, Tomo is arguably... Wolves' worst performance of the season, though they're still a high benchmark because they've played very well and they still played well today, but they weren't quite as good as they were in previous matches, but they've won the game and they've kept a clean sheet. I was going to say, we're just going on a bit saying, oh, we moaning about, oh, we didn't play that well. But that's the game of football, isn't it? So the three games where we played really, really well in the Leicester and um, Man United games and the Tottenham games. But Today you saw it, it was more of a battling performance as well, a little bit dug in a little bit, because we knew that Watford was going to make it difficult for us. But I'll tell you what, for that first 15-20 minutes, I thought they controlled the game. Watford come into it a little bit more, got a few opportunities, probably had some good chances in the first half. But I just thought that Wolves managed the game really well, and it was nice to see uh, putting that pressure on and able to get that own goal, because that's what it was come from, the pressure that they've actually put onto the defence of Watford. But you, you just take anything you can, can't you? <laughs> it doesn't matter who scores, but you've won the game. The way they won it as well. They had good opportunities in the first half. They were arguably, Tomo, Watford had the better in the first half. Joshua King missed yeah. one that was flashed across the face of goal that he couldn't quite connect with. Musa Sissoko had one that was parried wide by Jose Sarr. It was only right at the end of the half when Nelson Semedo ran through that Wolves really looked like they could test the keeper yeah and, and, and that's the thing as well so you've got to test the keeper but also as well those opportunities that you do get Samadou going through you've, you've got to make sure you score them so we, we've had the, what about three four one-on-one situations not scored one of them and, and that would be a concern of me as such that why is the reason why is it, is it too much thinking time or they're not happy or comfortable in front of the goal so for me, sometimes, I think just hard and low, hitting it at the goalkeeper, I think it was a nice height for the keeper um, in that first half. In the second half, one is pulled wide, he's dinked it up. I just think sometimes you've just got to put your foot through it. You showed us a, a ball, uh, well, a goal by Bully against Watford earlier on in the show. You watch the way he does it, he hits it hard and low. There's no doubt about where it's going. Mm. He knows what he's doing. And I think that you're just giving keepers chances. But look, I'd be more concerned if we weren't creating it. I'd be more concerned if we didn't have opportunities in front of goal. Uh, and that's one of the things that we have had. We've had, was it 67, is it 68? Well, officially it was, we'd had 69 efforts okay. on goal before Soralta put the ball into his own net to break the drought, as it were. Raul Jimenez had had a good header go just wide. There were a couple more kind of half chances. And in the end, Tomo, the way the goal came, we talked in the commentary about set pieces, and I know yeah. this is a bugbear of it yours is. for a while, but actually the short corner this time worked. Yeah, I've, I've got no problem. My, my problem that I've got with it, if they want to do some set players, change it, yeah, great, because you're changing the delivery in there. But as I just said there, the delivery in there, it needs to come in. If you're sending the lads up from the back, they need a quality ball in there. If, you, if Whatever you're doing, it's setting it up, great but if it doesn't come in there there's a problem and it's happened two or three times in that first half where we either hit the first man or the delivery wasn't done and and that's for me you've got an opportunity on set plays free kicks corners whatever you've got an opportunity to put the ball into a dangerous area and I think sometimes when you don't I think you're letting the team off and I think when you're hitting that first man 
I don't think it works. But if it comes off, it gives you the chat opportunity. It gives you an opportunity to get on the end of it. As you've seen there, quality in. Pedence's ball to the back post, say for the second goal, just shows you if you put quality in there, you're going to cause teams a problem. The irony of all those efforts on goal and it being an own goal for the first one of the season. And actually, he wasn't under a huge amount of pressure, Sorelta. There were three players coming round behind I was going to say, him. I think that was the problem what he had. I think it's the ball, quality ball in from uh, Marcel down that left-hand side. But he knew that he couldn't leave it. He knew that he couldn't just let the ball go. And what he did, he's like crouched down. He's, he's going, the ball's coming towards him and he can't get out of the way because he knows he can't leave it. And as he's done that, it's hit him on the head and gone into the and gone past the keeper. And, and that's the, the dilemma. If you put quality in there, that's the dilemma that defenders have. That they know that they've got to deal with it because it's a certain goal if they don't get something on it. And he had nowhere to go. That was the problem what he had. We're just We're, watching the replay here yeah, again. There are gigantic TV screens that yeah. are suspended from the roof above us. It looks like something that used to be in Tomo's lounge back in the early 90s. Gigantic, big old school TV and watching the replay after replay of the ball going into their net and it's so sweet just to see the ball but going the thing, into the back of the but net. there's two players in front of him as well. Like They've let it go and like he can't get out the way. And that's the problem. You can see him, he's going down to his knees thinking, please miss me. And it's, and it's hit him on the head. Just watching the replay, he's down on his knees and then on his back in the end. Because he, he, he knows he can't get out of the way once he's come past those first two defenders. And, yeah. Well, the changes were made, Tomo, and Daniel Pedence came on and He Chan Huang came on. Uh, Trincao and Treore were the players who went off. And in the end, it was the two substitutes who played a part in the second goal, as you mentioned, Daniel Pedence, who actually sat his defender on yep. the ground in the penalty area, chose to dink it to the far post. But we've seen that from him, though. That's what he, He's very good at it, where he, he can do that little ball, because he put it into a really, really dangerous area for Watford. Because so they're, on, they're running back, they know there's a player there, it was recycled back into there, and then it was coming across, and... They're at sixes and sevens with each other. They couldn't get out of the way. They were trying to get onto it, and they just couldn't defend it. Uh, and Yi Chang Wang uh, got his touch to it in the end. So, like I say, he's leading goal scorer for Wolves now. <laughs> well, <laughs> alongside own goals yeah. as the top scorer. Well, okay, this within the club, then he's the lead goal scorer then. Um, but on on he um, on he Chan, what did you make of him when he came on? Because for a while, I thought they they never really quite replaced the type of player that Diogo Jota was. No. In well, that second striker rather than wide forward. Pedro Neto, great player, don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. But not quite the same person who's able to sniff out a goal. Yeah. He Chan Huang did that. Yeah, and looks like he's in the right place at the right time. And that's what it's all about. His experience and that instinct, what he's got, shows that hopefully he's going to be a massive plus for us this year that he gets in the right place and can get a goal um, and, and and I say I played with some strikers where if you ask them why did you make that run it couldn't tell you it's just instinctive from them and I'm hoping that he's going to be one of those so where he's got his goal from where he's, he's ended up in the right area uh, for what reason whatever experience or instinct or goal tuition whatever it was but like say for somebody like that you can't you can't coach them. So like I played with the say like your bullies, Dave Kelly's, John Aldridge. It used to drive them mad when they was become coaches or was involved. They tried to say to people, Oh, you've got to be standing here, you've got to do that. And they couldn't understand why they couldn't do it. 
we're hoping now that he's going to be one of those where it's instinctive to him mm. where he can go. Because John Aldridge used to put him in the top corner off his knee, shins. And if you asked him how it was, why did he go there? He, he probably still couldn't tell you. But he could put the ball in the net. And that, and hopefully we've got one of those. Yeah, and I say, just that, that element of something a little bit different. Somebody who just popped up between the posts. Yeah, and it's another body though as well, isn't it? It's another person coming onto the pitch who gives us another option. And like he's ended up getting in that second goal for us, but it, that's what it's all about. It's just about getting bodies in there. We said like he wanted two, or th- one of the two or three players coming in. Well, he only got the one, and he's come on here today. He's won us the game. I know he was already one nil up, but he's won us the game with that second goal, and that's what it's all about: making sure that you bring somebody in there who's going to give us something different. And fingers crossed, he's going to be that person. We are watching the substitutes uh, go through, be put through their paces on the f- field at the moment. Daniel Pedence came out to do a little bit of running, but because he was on for longer than the others. So, I mean, I'm watching here. You've got Kiana Hoover, Fabio Silva, Ryan Aitnori, Leander Dendonka, Willie Bolly, and Jerson Mosquera. We mentioned it in commentary alongside Huang He Chan, He Chan Huang, and Daniel Pedence. That's not a bad substitute no, bench not. to have at the moment. And, and, and I'm just looking at them. You've you just mentioned the name there, Dendonka. You've got somebody who's a regular. He's not played last two games. No, he's, but he's been regular in the Belgian national team. And you're talking about the players, what they've, and the class of players, what they've got. He can't even get in the Wolves team at the minute because Matinho and Neves are playing really well. So it just shows you it's great that we've got that quality in there. It's great that we've got the, the quality of player that we've got within the club. And that's what it's all about. And again, I'm sure Den Donker's going to be frustrated that he's not playing in the Wolves team, but he's playing in the Belgian team. But that's just what football is. Opportunities come, you've just got to take them. The, the reason I bring it up, and it's almost that element of obviously not wanting to get carried away. And we spoke in our pre-game show that you can see on the Wolves YouTube and Twitter accounts about the element of... They clearly wanted more players ahead of the transfer deadline. Didn't get them for one reason or another. But if everybody is fit, there are some real selection choices to be made. And Bruno has kept the same team now for a couple of games. Whether he will start to introduce other elements, we know there will be niggles here and there. And he may well choose to pick certain players for certain games. But in respect of what we have... And the way we've played in the opening four games, and I say, not wanting to get carried away by beating a Watford team who are newly promoted, who have lost their last two games. I know you good home, good home record though. Well, yeah, they were on a, a club record yep. win of home home wins. It's a shame we sport that, isn't it? A real shame. <laughs> but where do you assess actually what Wolves could achieve now you've seen them under Bruno for four, four yeah. or five games? What I want to see now is then being able to maintain what we've set ourselves off at. The game that we've watched, the entertainment that we've watched, OK, we haven't scored, but that is the standard that fans, us as people watching it, that's what we want to see. We've seen a standard, high press, uh, players having a lot of possession on the ball, creating opportunities, that's what we want to see. Because we haven't conceded that many. You think of that, we lost three games 1-0, and we're a bit unfortunate with those. But what we want to see is a team out there who entertain us, create opportunities, can stop people scoring goals, which they have today. They've got a clean sheet today, which is another bonus to it. But it's all about making sure that you know that we've got people on the bench, healthy competition, 
making sure that they're pushing for places to get in there. They're looking over the shoulder. You've got Ait Nuri on there, who's, who Marcel's come in. Ait Nuri probably thinks he hasn't done nothing wrong and thinking, why am I not playing? Mm. Well, you've got to keep pushing. You've got to keep it. Marcel's got to keep pushing. Samedo, I thought who I think Hoover's a good player. Right back. Samedo's got to make sure you make it. And the same, throughout the team, you've got, you're have got looking at that bench, what we've just done. You've got players on there who want your position. They want the team to do well, but they want your position. And that's what you want. Healthy competition to make sure that it pushes the team on who's on that. And at the moment, what we've seen in the four games, well, five games in Forest as well, I think that we've got something out there at the minute that is working. And I think when we went to Forest and they made all the changes, there's players who played in that game did themselves no harm at all. Because you think, hang on a minute, I'm here just in case. And that's what you want. It's pretty positive, isn't it? And on that basis, we have avoided an unwanted club record, which would have been losing the opening four league games of a season, which Wolverhampton Wanderers have never done in our proud, illustrious history. We'd also never not scored in the first four games of a season. That is now gone again. So it's only back to 1978 is the now joint record of not scoring in the opening couple of games of a league campaign. We still haven't scored a first-half goal, though, uh, in the Premier League, and it's now 85 of 118 Premier League games since promotion where we've not scored in the first half. And another stat what you've got as well, if we score first, we win the game. We do indeed, <laughs> and 10 of 12 wins last season were by one goal, and we've had a 2-0 win this time. We were the only side to be unbeaten when scoring first last year. That just goes to show if they can get themselves in front, They've they got a have chance. the quality yes. to go on and win football matches. And that, Tomo, feels like a lovely point to finish on. Exactly, exactly. It has, it's been a good day. Weather's been with us. The results been with us. Um, we've watched an entertaining game today. It's always good when they win. Oh, it makes my week. So I'm <laughs> miserable all week when, when we lose. So... <laughs> Monday morning's always a tough one when you, your team's lost. So it's uh, it's great that we've got a nice victory. And I've got all week to have a smile on my face. To at bask work. in the glory exactly. of finally getting <laughs> seeing some goals <laughs> from Wolverhampton Wanderers. Thank you very much to Andy Thompson. Don't forget, we're back with coverage of the first team against Brentford next Saturday lunchtime. The under-23s are in action against Exeter this week. That'll be live on Wolves TV as well. And myself and Gemma Frith will be here with Wolves Weekly at some point in the week, looking back on all of it and talking about the under-23s, the under-18s and the women's side as well, who have been going superbly at the start of their campaign. Enjoy your week, everyone. We'll see you soon.